Gehenna Academy was originally streamed live at twitch.tv slash Gehenna Gaming. Thank you to our sponsor, Die Hard Dice, whose support has made this audio version possible. Without further ado, here is Gehenna Academy. tuning in to chapter eight earn the witch i'd like to thank everyone for keeping up with the series so far and making it the success that it has been and i would like to thank my cast who has been absolutely amazing throughout everything uh before i talk about every one things i want to talk about when we get the show on the road i'm just going to uh let my cast introduce themselves Good evening, everyone. My name is Serena, and I am playing as Ivy the neighbor, who might allegedly be a reaper. Last episode, um, Ivy got stuck gazing into the abyss and seeing what happened with Victoria and Mercugio. Mercugio? He might be dead. So, yeah. he, he, he's actually dead. So, that's going to be fun to tell Melody. <laughs> Next up, to my darkest self friend. Hi, I am Chantel, and tonight I will be playing Melody, the Fae, who doesn't yet know that her lover's dead. That's going to be fun, because that's... Let's do that. That'll be great. Ah, uh, hi y'all. I'm Melissa. Pronouns they, them. I play Arden the Worm. Pronouns any um and yeah arden has uh come back from the land of the dead and sort of conscripted ivy into being a reaper maybe it's fine all good uh i guess i'll go next uh hello everybody my name is chris cologne and i am playing isaac uh isaac is pretty confused right now he doesn't know exactly what to do so we'll see what happens with all this mess going on Awesome. And uh, Noor and Ali will uh, be able to introduce himself in uh, just a few moments. But for now, let me just go over the great things that we have coming up. If you enjoy Gahana Academy, we have uh, brilliant other programming here on our Twitch channel as well as our YouTube, both Gahana Gaming. 
we have this Friday coming up. We have episode three of season two of A Dark Ages, which has been uh, honestly such a great romp to go through and just uh, so much fun. We even have the creator of Dark Ages, uh, Rick Wheeler, in the house. Uh, big love to Rick. He's amazing. Vampire's amazing. And I have a lot of fun. We're also still raising money for charity. Uh, this week, our charity is going to go to... Give me one second. So I can get that. Because it says it's like the, the ad diagram. Um, it's going to be the... I don't even know how I read this one. Okay, formally. Okay, Glisten. There we go. That's how you pronounce it. I just not want to say it. I say like it wrong. Uh, we're going to be promoting Glisten today, uh, which is an awesome education organization that works to end discrimination, harassment, and bullying based on sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression. Um, and it is a great, great organization. And you please donate. You know, it's Pride Month. We're, we're getting to the tail end of it. But, you know, true pride never ends. That's how I feel anyway. And we are doing incentives tonight. Uh, any donation at all, if you link uh, Order or Chaos, will contribute to the game. Order will go ahead and uh, help our teens out, our students per se. It'll give a little bit of order to the story. It'll help solve the mystery and perhaps give ourselves a little bit of leeway in terms of the uh, monumental fight that they find themselves against. However, if, and I mean if, you donate for chaos. Then, well, shit's gonna get in more intense. I'm gonna up the ante like I already do, but up the ante even more. And uh, we're gonna see the body start piling up. That's where the chaos has been going. We've just been, you know, raising up more bodies. And of course, if you donate a special tier, which is the $50 tier at all, a single donation of $50, I will immediately kill an, uh, a NPC for all of you to see. And if we run out of NPCs, well, guess what that means. Uh, donate to find out. <laughs> all right. Other than that, I think we are all good to go. Oh, let me go ahead and just make sure that the rainbow puke is fixed on everyone. All right. Awesome. And yeah, let's... Let's go ahead and start Chapter 8 of Gehenna Academy, titled Burn the Witch. As we pull the camera onto our next chapter, we see the group of students finally together for the first time in a while. They, uh, all together, they have somehow combined their information and almost pierced to the, the core of this mystery. But it's seen with the final visions from Ivy at the episode's end. We find ourselves still bearing the sacrifices and the consequences of such missions. What lies forward in our path? Will the fog of lies and haziness pluck up our teens 
and force our students to wander endlessly through the wasteland that is Gehenna Academy? Or will each of them find a way forward? A way to peace? Arden, as you sit here or stand here examining the whole situation before you, how do you feel? The bodies are piling up. Friends turning on each other. Even your own body transforming. Yeah, no, so much has happened. And I mean, I need to solve this. The Dean needs me to solve this. And I just, I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do here is. And I'm also a little worried because Ivy seems much more competent and um, comfortable with this new responsibility than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And Isaac, this was, this was never really your fight, was it? Not entirely. Sure, you drew the ire of Victoria and you had a little bit of uh, consequences and uh, fights with your ego. But you were never obliged in any way to find the murderer. In fact, maybe it was better for business. But maybe you feel differently now. Maybe now it's something else. I would say so, yes. But it's still very confusing. And are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it for Ivy? Or perhaps you're doing it for someone else? For the most part, someone else. Yes. And finally, Melody. Sweet Bay. Has your heart broken in two yet? Does he feel the flowers in your mind rot beneath the cold? No. Then what happens when you hear Ivy explain the gruesome and also details filled attack upon your lover? I have to get to him and get to her. That's what I have to do. Do you feel like you might be too late? I have to get to him and get to her. And as uh, Melody goes to leave, I believe, Arden, you were going uh, uh, with, with them. Yep. Is anyone Still else... Well. Is anyone else trying? 
outcome. And leaving behind Ivy with Isaac. Bold move, I should say. Ivy, Isaac, are you both joining the group or are you staying behind? I kind of go over to Ivy and kind of go, let them deal with that. I'm going to need your help with something. Something like what? Um, as I, as I try to like put down the box, the black box, because what am I going to do? Do you know what this is, Isaac? Do I know what this is? I doubt it. No. You've never seen something like this in your entire life. Not that I've ever read. So, no. <sighs> um, yeah, um, what do you need help with? Things look like they're going up Shit's Creek. And there's something I need to get if we're going to continue down this path. And I don't know if I have the strength to do it myself. What do you mean? It's something that I had with me when I when I when I first got here, but I uh, I haven't opened it since, and, and I don't know if I have the strength to open it. Um, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, uh, I could help you with that, um, I think. Not sure if I'll be much help, but. I just need somebody at my side when I do it. Oh, Isaac. Yeah. Follow me. It's in my room. Here. Oh, oh. Okay. I should note that the rest of the abandoned are here as well. I kind of look at them. Go with Neil and them. Right now, um, let's focus on finding whoever is doing this. And they're going to need all the help they can get, so go help them out. Elliot kind of looks at you and he goes, Um, are you sure, boss? Are you right? Will right you be now, okay? We don't, I'll be alright. I got Ivy with me, and if we do not deal with this, who knows who's gonna end up dead next? Yeah. Mercutio is my friend, too, so I'll go definitely go help. And uh, Christina looks like she's gonna say, say and yell at you, but she kind of bites her lip and kind of grips you by like the shirt. Isaac, just, just be careful, and don't be a dumbass. No promises.
Quirk nods. We'll have it handled. Good. And uh, you all depart for your uh, separate missions. I think we'll follow Ivy and Isaac first. Oh, so, no. So the two of you now in tow as each uh, heads off. You are bringing uh, Ivy to your room, correct? Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm kind of. Never been here before. Yeah. It's it's very in the way the room is. It's kind of a very neat layout. It seems very organized. Ah yes, the room of a serial killer. <laughs> you don't have a roommate. Well, you're lucky. I, I used to have a roommate, but then he kind of disappeared. It's the a room of a serial killer. <laughs> Um, okay, so what did you want me, what did you need my help for, um, as I gingerly, like, step into the room, expecting traps or skeletons somewhere in the corner, <laughs> maybe dead bodies somewhere in the closet. As I do lock the door. Do you do that yes. whole like? Yeah, I right. kind of lock it. Just it's not multiple. It's just one. <laughs> but he locks it. I kind of gingerly, it's in the closet. I kind of walk towards it. And with that, you see him sort of rummage through a little bit, and you see him sort of pull out what looks like to be this guitar case with kind of stickers on it. Oh, I didn't know you played the guitar. I, uh, I used to. Um, I was good at it. I don't think I'm good at it anymore, but yeah. I, I need your help opening it. it. It's not really magical. Well, or anything like that, but I um, I haven't opened it since I got here because there's a lot of stuff in it that I can't bear to look at. Oh. Um. I mean, are you sure? I I. I, I don't think I, I can I need what's inside but I can't I don't have it in me to open it um uh yeah uh, I could help you with that but are you sure about this Isaac there are not a lot of options and if we're going to be endangering ourselves what's in here will help Okay, but if in any way, shape, or form you feel uncomfortable or 
distressed, let me know and then we'll stop, okay? Yeah, I'm just gonna just look away and just open it up and you're gonna pull out something heavy in the inside. It's kind of wrapped. Okay, please no spider, please no spider, please no spider. As I pull out whatever thing is inside there. So when you do open it, you kind of unlatch it. And the inside, you can see uh, what looks like to be multiple photos of Isaac with somebody else. And primarily, they're all happy. And you can see that in the inside, uh, there is like movie tickets. There is playbills and stuff that he seems to have stored and then you can see on the bottom what looks like to be something heavy and sort of wrapped in sort of a brown cloth oh um ivy like just stares down at it kind of a bit jealous i guess it's kind of weird seeing the guy that you like be happy with someone else. Um, so, uh, slap my face, grab the whatever cloth thing covered, and try to ignore the pictures of Isaac, obviously in another life, being happy with someone else. Um, uh, yeah, is, is this it, Isaac? Yeah, did you, did you, did you close it? Yeah. Um, I, I, I close it with a slide, like I slam it shut. Oh, yeah, I, I did. Dust everywhere, just. <laughs> but, when did you last clean? <laughs> well, that. It's been in there for, I think, about two years, year and a half. So. Oh my god, good thing there's no spiders. Um, yeah, I got the thing that you asked for. Kind of unwrap it. And what you can see, it kind of looks like a sword, but with that, the hilt is kind of an oldish iron. And you do notice that the blade itself is more of like an oxidized kind of green. And sort of bits and pieces look rusty, but it is still sharp on the side. Um, we needed a rusty old sword. It's more than that. It's uh, what you will call an heirloom of my family's. You can, um, Ivy, as you kind of examine the sword, you don't know why. You're not entirely sure. But you can feel like almost like a pressure coming from it. Like something that draws you towards it and exudes you from it all at the same time. This, whatever this is, it is not normal. And it almost seems to hum. Um, Isaac, is your sword haunted? Because I don't want random ghosts humming. 
it's it's not haunted per se it's it belongs to what's believed an ancestor of mine Elri the Pavor or in terms of English the Dread King it's a whole story about a guy in my family it's it can be saved for later but this was an artifact he uh, left behind um, it has caused me a lot of problems in my life but it is it does offer benefits to it I just didn't like... think I would ever use it again wait you're you're thinking of using this against another person yeah that's what one does with a sword why can't we just go to the dean or some someone with authority so that they can deal with this why do you have to be the one to deal with it on your own because if i die no one will care right i am i'm nothing in a sense i mean no one i mean you ever walk down a hallway you hear my name what do you get you hear the stain you hear the straw you hear this that you never hear a good thing and I yeah because that that's way. because they don't they don't know who you really are because you don't show them ivy if i showed people who i was i don't think it would help my case you catch more flies with honey than vinegar isaac you'll get more followers if only you listen to them what are you doing that's a better question as well why are you taking charge of this whole thing why do you have this sort of sense of responsibility now that's just out of the blue to just direct everybody I honestly don't know. It just feels like with this whole situation, everybody is still wrapped up with their own problems that they are not seeing the big picture. Everybody has their own agenda. And for me, who's been watching from the sideline this whole time, I could see like all these things are happening because of this one whole big thing, but nobody wants to get their shit out of their asses to actually look at the actual problem or what the cause of the i'm sorry i'm getting worked up um i feel like ivy i want you to roll to shut down because even if you didn't intend to shut isaac down it definitely sounds like one as you do this in so passionately that's, that's 11 minus one that's a 10. yep so you get to um Either remove a string that Isaac has on you, uh, gain it, t make him take a condition, or gain one forward in an action against Isaac. I don't have any strings on you, I believe. Oh, then that means you could just take a string on him yeah. if you like. Yeah, I'm gonna take a string on Isaac. Awesome. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry for being emotional about this but it has been a stressful week you have to understand i just got here it's only been two weeks and suddenly there's murder everywhere 
Look. Ivy, you just got here. And I don't know if you know exactly how people work, but everybody's out for themselves here. Even more so here than in the regular world. Because at the end of the day, we are all monsters. We don't care. We just don't care about anybody but ourselves. It's always been like that and always will be like that. What makes you think you can change it? To be very honest with ourselves here. What makes you think that you specifically can change it? And I want to use scanners. I know that I can't by myself. So that's why I need people. Roll for scanners. That is a, I think eight. Awesome. So they, so what was the question? My Um, question was, uh, do you really think you can change these people for the better? So Ivy, you have to answer that question honestly. So like as you read your mind, um, and then you get to choose one, uh, or you have to choose one, uh, Isaac. Either Ivy's gonna take it a string on you, you're gonna give yourself the condition creepy, or you're gonna both take one harm. Oh boy, you know I think. Mm, I take a string on me. You can. Uh, Ivy, you can notice for a second as Isaac asks that question, uh, you can see the veins kind of forming at the side of his head. His eyes almost seem to spiral down to infinity as you kind of get lost in them. Um, and it definitely is an overt uh, scanners, but you can't help but uh, answer the de- the truth to this question, what you really believe. Do you really believe that you can change people here from their base nature do you really believe you can make you could help yes i believe that i can because not people are not absolute even monsters are not absolute everyone is always changing always evolving always changing either for the better or for the worse Again, there's no absolute here. They're not absolute monsters. There's a way that if there's a way I can help, then I would. And I hate the fact that you all label yourselves as monsters. Because for me, most of you are friends. You think to yourself for a moment, Ivy. How many monsters has that sword taken? How many potential friends has it ended? How many things or people that it, that, that sword could not understand? How many times did it slice across someone's neck? Separating flesh from bone. Lacerating into it. Cleanly cutting through like a knife through butter. And how many heads rolled off bodies to the dirt, only to be left there, crawling among the filth and the maggots later on? How much blood did it spill? Isaac. 
You're playing God. You're playing as the judger. You're already forfeiting some people's life. And you plan on continuing that. Is that it? I'm not playing anything, Ivy. I'm simply doing what others cannot do due to the fact that they lack the will or have too much compassion. See, I stopped being human quite a while ago. The question you have to ask yourself is, are you going to let me do what's going to be needed to be done? Or are you going to try to stop me? I'm going to pause for like a really awkward minute. Like let the silence just become awkward. Just just to stare down. Uh, While that's happening, can you just give me a dark roll? I want to see if you notice something. That is a 9 minus 1, 8. Okay, I'm going to give you one property about the sword. Um, as you look at it, you can kind of study the way the material is put together and the greenish kind of like metal that's along with it. And you realize to yourself, you actually start to remember your lessons. You're actually learning in this place. How wild is that? You're learning here. What your parents always wanted. In the Monster Academy. (laughs) Exactly. And you laugh to yourself, but then the worry starts to set in. As you realize the sword, it's made of cold iron. The same iron that can cut down through Fae. The same iron that could cut down through lots of supernaturals. Isaac says that many lack the will or are too caught up in their emotion to do what needs to be done. Ivy, do you lack the will? do what needs to be done if it's if it's to protect my friends I will have the will to do it but I'm scared of losing myself in the process yes that's painful moments in history Going overboard of control. Losing yourself. It kind of feels like when your emotions spike, everything around you begins to fall apart. When you got angry last, you remember, right? That family dinner? Everyone, they were fighting so much. Why were they fighting Ivy? Because of me. Something I did. Can't remember. Why is it so hard to remember? 
something you did or something you are. I don't want to remember. You put it off for now, but you know, eventually these things have a habit of coming into the life, coming in for everyone to see. Are your secrets revealed? Tell me, Ivy. You push it away now, but how long can you push it away until the pressure and the seal and everything finally breaks? I don't... I don't want my normal life to be shattered or what I thought was a normal life. So I'd, I'll keep denying everything until the very end. And when that happens, when the silence breaks, it'll be over. It'll be over for everyone. And then that awkward minute passes. And you're faced with Isaac. That situation's still in your grasp. I I turn to Isaac and gripping holding his weapon, his sword, his rusted sword, I look at him in the eye and ask him What What are you scared of? So I use Icebreaker. There we go. <laughs> <sighs> Icebreaker. It is a um, skill which uses, like, I radiate so much awkwardness that it affects those around me. When I ask someone a question listed below, they blurt a truthful answer. If you want to ask another question in the same sentence, uh, in the same scene, First, answer that earlier question yourself. So, Isaac, what are you scared of? He kind of looks confused for a second and kind of goes, I'm scared of death. Is that, for it is that the truth, taking... Isaac? It is. And the reason why is that it is not, I'm not scared of dying, I'm scared of dying with all these lives I have destroyed and taken. I just need to fix one thing before I die. Just one. And I'll be completely fine and contempt. That is what I'm scared of. Well, I'm going to answer that question so I can ask another one. I, I am scared of losing my friends and family and not losing them to death or anything like that. You can lose somebody in other ways. And Isaac, you are, I'm losing you. 
to whatever path this is. Why do you always have to go to the desperate extreme route all the time? But that's not the question I want to ask you. I want to ask you, what do you intend to do, Isaac? How can I get closer to her? I intend to find whoever murdered or is murdering people and use their soul to bring back what I lost. So, in the end, you're just masking your own personal greedy motive with this sense of justice and obligation Ivy, I'm going to be very honest with you. You need to wake the fuck up. This isn't... No, I think home. you need to wake the fuck up, Isaac. This isn't a fairy tale. You are supposed to live a happy life. A queen or a king of this school. But where are your followers? Where? Where are your people? Shut down. Shut down again. Oh no. So that is an 11 minus 1. That is a 10. Alright, again, are you going to give Isaac a condition this time? Or are you going to take another string? I'm going to give him the condition. I'm going to give him the condition alone. All right. Take Can that. Isaac? This is this is not how a king rules. This is how a tyrant rules and nobody likes a tyrant. As I shove his sword to him and I walk out. And as you go to walk out, uh, you can feel the box beginning to shake in, in your pocket. The black box. And before you have a chance to check it, though, you open the door and you come face to face with Professor Astoria Gray. And I think it's a great time to cut this scene and go to another scene. Don't you? Who is leading the charge? Melody, I assume, right? Oh, absolutely, yes. Melody, where are you going first? Uh, Ivy was describing it, right? Mm -hmm. So Melody would be heading to that cave. Or down. Down to where they can get to. Neil, I assume you know the way. You've haunted these lands for enough time. Yeah. Um, upon seeing 
where Melody's trying to go, I uh, gently start leading the way instead. Melody is like one of those those dogs that's like, hey, I'm going. Which I, I don't care which way, I'm just moving now. Just just so follow direct me, just, but I'll get there first. The, the, okay. Okay, this way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just following behind both of them. I can't tell if this is the worst day of my life or if it can even count. <laughs> This is what coming out feels like. The entire school now knows that I'm literally haunting the campus. In case you missed that. Oh. Uh. Uh. Yeah. You don't have to. Don't worry about it. It's not like anyone has any room to judge. That's just as... I'm not a vampire or a dragon. All they need to do is have a little wee exorcism and I'm dealt with. It's different. There's no reason to do that, though. If anyone tries that, Neil, no. I just scared the biggest, baddest person in school. You realize that, right? I made him feel small and weak. I pushed him down to the damn ground. That's going to have consequences. I mean, I'm glad I did it in a way, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have. I should just shut up. There's a book that has um, a, a, a spell that can make you stronger if you want that. <laughs> Why well, would I want to be stronger? Aren't I strong enough? Well, I don't know. It might stop people from being able to exercise you if that's the problem yeah problem for later right now let's get to as you repeat carry you closer and closer uh towards the direction of the cave you start to kind of break out into the trees and this is kind of like close as you've ever really felt a home out here uh, being in the nature in the wilderness, but tonight melody it just something's not right in the air. It's heavy the the blistering cold as it is mid-December is staining upon your skin. The beauty of nature has turned into the harsh realities that its properties are. Uh, Arden, this does not bother you at all as you could feel the hot blood of the dragon. Uh, flowing through you. And Neil, well, this is your typical typical day, really. And as you all start entering the woods, you can feel that the dirt uh, no longer becomes dirt, but rather uh, is slowly transforming into bits of ash as well as strange plants that have begun to pollute the ground. Melody, you recognize these fey plants. And uh, something that has been happening that you have caught glimpses of, but now you're trying to fully understand. This isn't just 
a modicum of uh, small, you know, incidences that are isolated from one another. No, these are all uh, connected in some way. This is something more. This this is not merely overspilled. This is a an ecological invasion. You're the closest thing we've got to an expert, Melody. What's going on? Does it look like it's coming from somewhere? You're not entirely sure. No, it doesn't have a direction. It doesn't have a rhyme or reason. It just seems to probably better populate out of here because of nature. But the ash, uh, Neil, you would recognize the ash is something that is also, and even Ardenwood, now that Arden's been there, akin to the realm of the dead. It's almost, you almost get the idea, like, the two realms have just started to intermingle with each other at this point, at this, at this land of Gehenna Academy. As if the planes are all suddenly starting to come together and converge. No, it can't come here. We need to stop whatever is happening. Does it look like something the Nightmare Fae would do? Yes, actually. the night. See, funny enough, the, the Nightmare Fae don't just... They're not your your fae of your Grimm's fairy tale. No, 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 no. They they are not that. They do more insidious ways. They don't simply take you. They don't take your friends. They don't even take your family. They take everything. Including the land you stay upon, the homes and beds which you sleep in. They add their form, their their plane to your own. They add your location as as if a mismatch of lost toys. But why the dead are connecting is unknown to you. I don't know why, but the Nightmare Fae would... I mean, they haven't... If they haven't found who killed Yoni, then this is what they would do. Didn't act fast enough. I would like to roll keep my cool, please. Yes. I think we can all tell what I'm slightly afraid of, huh? <clears throat> roll with cold. So that is an eight. Ooh, amazing. Alright. On a seven and nine, I'll tell you how your actions are gonna be vulnerable. And you can choose to back down or go through with it. So I love I will, that. I will allow you your insight. However, however, you will suffer. You're going to take the traumatized condition. Again? <laughs> well, you know, what's a ghost if not traumatized? Why not? Um, what is your question? <clears throat> Who do we have to stop? Oh, that in itself is interesting, right? You you hearken back to what Samir told you. Do you remember what he told you about the 
the creature, the being, the entity. I mean, I'd love a reminder of what they said, if possible. <laughs> they, Samir said, they said that it needed to claim the lives of the ones that stole it. Uh, the ones that unleashed it. Yeah. You could... You wonder yourself if you could... You're not going to say it, are you? Come on. If you could just... I'm trying to say the word... The way that's going to hurt Neil the least. <laughs> if you could just... Stop the creature from claiming them... You could stop it. But you're not sure how to protect them. However, you could beat them to the punch first. And beat them to the punch first, you might. As you see, kind of walking in the woods, stumbling around, a familiar face. Oh, come on. You see a half-eaten, partially burned, and barely hanging on Rakushio, who stumbles against the tree. He's not dead, but probably not long for this world. Does Melody see this? I'll say that she doesn't at first. I say that you get the first glimpse. I rush on over. I don't say a word. And I'm a ghost. I move silently. Yeah, Neil's just gone. Are you trying to be sneaky about it? Let's say yes. As you reach over to Mercutio, you see the uh, the extent of his damage. You can see that bits of him have been torn away like, like dough or cookie off of a gingerbread man. That there's just huge chunks missing out of his neck, bits of his chest. His black ichor is running down... You can see exposed ribs as the bones shine through. Uh, he is not a pretty sight. Even one of his eyes has been uh, partially gouged out. And his face, half of it kind of forced into a sickly grimace. I, I turn around and grab him by the shoulders. How can I help? He just doesn't answer until you hear I would like to um I'd like to gaze into the abyss. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Because he does not look long for this world. If I let him drink from me. Will he live? And will I live? Will either of us live? That's what I'm... Live in a... I'm just going to roll.
That's another eight. You get a vague idea in your head as you see... You could f you you run through the scenario in your head as Marcuccio were to bite you and to drink your blood, and you could feel for a second that his body would begin to regenerate. Possibly, you see another scenario where there's just a a freshly squeezed orange that has been depleted of all its juices next to a very healthy cup of orange juice, and and then you see. That orange juice start to wither away to ash. So it's really up. You're not sure. The idea you're getting is you're not sure if your blood specifically, being that you're dead, would really work for Mercutio. Maybe temporarily, but. Temporary's gotta be good enough. Um. I help Mercutio down to the ground behind a tree so no one can see us. <laughs> and instead of letting him bite me, I revert back to the ghostly dead form we've seen multiple times now, all bloodied and bruised already. And I just hold my dripping palm over his mouth. Let him dig in how he likes. As he's doing so, as you're letting the drops of blood of, dare I say, that magic word that might get me sued, but dare I say, as you see the vitae, um, drip into his mouth, you can see slowly but surely his wounds start to almost inch ever so slightly in regeneration. He, he blindly tries to grasp at your arm as if a toddler trying to drink more and more. The others will be here soon. Who hunted you? Who hunts you, Mercutio? Who hunts you? Tell me now. Not her. I'm talking about the other one. That was a former student. The, the prison is for students who are too dangerous. What's their name? It What's does, their appearance? It doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a form. It's Nightmare. They... <laughs> is the only thing to shield that Victoria will come for more she'll go for Samir first Samir has the blood <laughs> and Melody and Arden and the gang come up on this. I start lifting Samir up. I mean, not Samir. Mercutio up. He's going to make it. He just needs more blood. 
Do you know that for sure, Neil? Or are you just nope. trying to reassure? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to reassure. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I try. That's that's not that's not reassuring. Um, no, I know. <laughs> in mechanical terms, mm -hmm. how much harm has been taken, just out of curiosity? To Mercutio or to yourself? Mercutio. To myself, I know. <laughs> All four. Good fun. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Did I? I'm listening to, to Mercutio's struggles, right? Yeah, you could easily end this if you really wanted to. Mercutio's going to heal one, the effect of one harm, and then transfer everything else to me. So, for him to drink from you, he would have to deal one harm to you to get basically get it back, get the blood even. Because you would have to sit there for a while to help him recover. So you can transfer it. But you'll be you'll be in the same position. Yeah, I'll be in wor a worse position, but that's fine. It's okay. I don't think I need to feed him blood necessarily. It's it's part of like the ghostly thing. There is energy flowing into him already. Mm -hmm. It's a. Uh, it's just as nourishing, although not exactly as stomach filling. So the question really does become: Are you willing to skirt death? In order to save Mercutio, is anyone here or willing to skirt death yes. to save Mercutio? How much yeah. harm? Four? Did you say or three? Yeah. Four. Hmm. <laughs> I'd like to try Breath of Life, if I may, as a move. Neo Melody's trying to put uh, her hands on Mercutio. You let it, let her. All right, mm -hmm. Melody, why don't you go ahead and roll that? Actually, why don't you go ahead and read that move for everyone out first? What is Breath of Life? When you do? lay your Breath of Life, when you lay your hands on a wounded person and do not have the condition drained, roll with dark. On a ten plus, they heal all harm, and you gain a string on them. On a seven to nine, you choose one of a number of different things. Um, and it changes if you lay your hands on someone recently dead. So... If you fail, mm, if you fail... Mm, mm, yes. You realize Mercutius is probably just going to straight up die, right? You know, look, I don't know that for sure. <laughs> but that's Monster so, Heart. Sometimes it's about heartbreak. Sometimes it's about loss. And sometimes it's about trusting your dice not to fuck up when you need them the most. Okay. Please, dice. Okay. Don't fuck up when I need you the most. Roll that dark. Okay. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Do you want to know what I rolled? Please. I'm pleased via sex. Snake eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I can't breathe. 
I'm gonna give you a choice, Melody. Welcome to Melody the Phase Big Roulette Rama. You've totally botched this up. But now there's gonna be negatives. You have a few choices here. Mm -hmm. Rakushio dies. Or some one of you three takes his place. Ooh. Are you gonna give up one of your friends, one of your allies in this darkest night? In order to resurrect the one you love, or... Hmm. You're your darkest self. Is I this... still owe you. Is this what rebalancing the scales of justice truly mean? I can't take Victoria to the Fey world with you if I'm dead. Er. That's true. If you're dead, uh. That's true. I mean... So... Can I do it myself? Give up yourself? From Can I give up myself? And skirt death? I'm already my darkest self, so I would lose all strings I have on everyone. You will lose all strings you have on. And I'm going to preface by saying I'm going to make a huge hard move. What's the hard move? You don't. Well, that depends if you take that deal oh, or not. Oh, right, right. Oh, right. I see. I see. Melody, I will you what... shake the devil's hand? Will you trust the demon of circumstances? Yes. Keep it feral. Let's keep it fucking feral. Okay. Whoop, 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 feral. whoop. As you feel life begin to leave you. And it's like the voice of God comes out itself to touch you. And uh, for a moment, Neil and Arden, you cannot do anything but watch in horror. As, have you seen Hercules, the Disney movie? Do you remember when uh, Herc jumped into the river of the dead? Kind of like that. As you see the muscle mass begin to deteriorate from Melody. The blood... <laughs> Of her beginning to flow into Mercutio out of her hands. Like some sort of miracle. If I get intense at any time, remember we do have safety tools to you and the no, audience. It's not that. There's no backing out once you've begun, Melody. As for a minute, you might like think for a second, wait a minute. What the hell am I doing? As you have a moment of clarity, but you can't stop it. You've already begun the process. You feel your bones begin to kind of wither as they become brittle. You feel yourself become emaciated as your skin begins to cling to the remainder of your body like a lifeless corpse. And you lose all strings as Mercutio begins to regenerate. You see flesh begin to grow back. You see his eye begin to pop back in place. You feel bones crunching and snapping as he gets stronger and stronger and the fey blood flows through him even more intense so as you see his skin begin to break out and almost like these spots or hives, his claws 
uh, begin to extend. His fangs begin to sharpen as he grows and grows into something, something that's Mercutio, but something that's a lot more melody. As Mercutio turns into something resembling more of a beast than anything. Lose all your strings, Melody, if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Nick? Yes. If I see Mercutio even attempt to attack any one of us, I'm calling it now. I'm going to force whack him into a tree. <laughs> no, he. A tree uh, branch. He. Oh. That'd be a hell of a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Melody, you have barely a bated breath left as Marcuccio walks over to you, uh, creating one your body. He can't speak, he can only make grunts and growls. And then he turns to you, Neo. And you can see his claws begin to dig in his hands. Now you might be thinking to yourself at home, wow, that Nick, that was a hell of a hard move. The hard move of what's comes next. As you see Mercutio shirt whip off as lines be- as Mercutio screams, grasping his head, as cuts and lacerations begin to form in his chest in the form of sigils. As if something is cursing him. And Neil, you recognize this right away. This is the power of a witch. Damn it. Okay, um, Oh, I'm going to go into the darkness one more time. Uh, Gazing into the abyss, I need to know how to stop this. How do I stop this? Ten. Okay, I'm going to give you the answer. To stop this long term, kill the caster. To stop this short term, mess up the circle before it completes the sigil. Nick, I would probably know this about vampires. Would staking him kill him or just suspend him? Uh, staking him would, would hurt him a lot. Maybe kill him, but at this point, you're not, not sure. You might just injure him. I'm going to risk it. I, uh, I close my fist, and I send him flying into a tree as best as I can. Lash out, please. Yep. Can yep, you yep, hold yep, yep. Melody still? Just checking. Uh, no. no. Okay. Just checking. I will say I'm still betrayed. So this could end up even worse. But we'll see. Lash out with cold instead of bullet. That is another 10. This is perfect. And you, you coordinate so well that you don't stake Morkushio through the heart. You stake him through the side. Um, like which disrupts the sigil and he roars in pain but he looks at it and he breaks off the branch and pulls himself off 
And it almost says he's like gonna say something to you, Neil. But then he growls again. Gloria. And takes off back towards the academy. Melody. Melody. Yes. Yes. How are you still... Question. Answer. Is Melody still darkest self? Is that enough to rebalance the scales? I... I think so. I, you, so you initially came here thinking that, you know, by punishing Victoria, you might rebalance the scales. But maybe you're going to... You learn to punish yourself for some of the things that you have done. And I think That's that works out. You're weak, though. You're hanging on three harm right now. After skirting death. Talk to me. Uh, we need to see Victoria? Arden, can you go see Victoria? Please? Arden has been standing here just watching all of this like <laughs> the fuck is even happening <laughs> what what's the plan am i just supposed to kill victoria before mercutio does what what do you want me to do neil if we let them kill each other we could stop we could do something worse I, I don't know how this works. Just get them to stop attacking each other for like a split second. I'll do my best. Um, we were tracking Mercutio out here, right? Do I have an idea of where Victoria is? Um, You're not sure. You didn't see her on the way back. So, but you imagine Mercutio probably can smell her. <laughs> Great. So it's just running after Mercutio then. Arden. Thank you. I told you you weren't in this alone, right? Yeah. And they will run off. Damn, Arden, that was real nice. As you watch Arden take off into the distance. We'll, um, we also sh should not forget. I don't know if you guys, if y'all remembered that Elliot and the, the rest of Isaac's crew were here. Uh, they all silently thanked themselves that you didn't kill an NPC in their place, <laughs> kill one of them in the place of the Breath of Life. No, not but, worth it. But they all look at you and they go, Elliot goes, Elliot goes. I'll fucking kill her, I swear to God! And he's like... Get her to the Fey Realm. How do we, how do we do that? Wait! The bathroom! Christina goes, Yeah, Isaac found it. There's a path to the Fey Realm in the, in the girl's bathroom. It looks like you three should get going. Just, just lead her there, and we'll spring the trap. And we'll force that bitch one last time through. And this time, 
She's not coming back. Come on, Melody, get up. Stupid. Yeah, it was. It was intensely, intensely foolish. Did it anyway? Something tells me that you would have known exactly what would have happened and you still would have done it anyway. Uh, Brooke looks at you, Melanie, and goes, You're in love. It makes perfect sense. And if it's any consideration, I think you did the right thing. And then Brooke stops before they all leave to set up for the trap for Victoria and looks at both of you, Neil, Melody. I'm saying this because I... because I don't want this person to fall more than they have. The reason Isaac wanted that book, Melody, was because it has a ritual in it. And Christina's like, what, Brooke, what are you doing? Stop. I'm doing what I should have done. That book can resurrect someone. Anyone. And Isaac wants to resurrect someone that he loves. But the realm's already too close together. If we try to use magic to reach the realm of the dead now, I don't know what'll come through. And the sacrifice, the price to pay for that ritual? A living soul. It's way too high. Isaac's not a bad guy as much as you would like to think. He helped us all when we were really in bad straits. So please help him. By what? Don't let him go through this. Isn't everyone entitled to their stupidity? Not when it might get other people killed. And I'm not letting myself stand around and watch a friend self-destruct on themselves. Not again. I'm going to kill him. If he hurts someone, I'm going to kill him. And Dally kind of like turns around. Better watch your tone, man. Or what do you fucking say? I pull myself to my full height. I look Elliot straight in the eyes. If Isaac murders someone, he's not going to do pay it. For it with his life. He's not going to do End it. End of story. Look at this. Judge, jury, executioner over here. Man. 
You got a lot in common with Isaac, more than you think, buddy. And they just, uh, as Christina and Brooke are pulling Elliot back, they, uh, take off. We left Isaac. We left IP with Isaac. Living soul? What do you think that means, Melody? Human soul. Uh, okay. So, we meet. But anyone that he's with. And one of us needs to go in the cave to find out. That's the closest thing we have to a clue to as to who this person is. We split up? I'll take the cave. Okay. And with my light turning on and about halfway through, I think this is the perfect chance to take a five minute intermission, a little bit earlier than we usually do. Because we are about to get in some high dive shit, I swear to you. See you back in five minutes. Take your bar breaks. Love y'all. Just take me. All right, everyone. We're back from work ahead Academy. Now, we have a little special contest that's been running in the background, and we're, we're going to uh, talk about it really quick. So, because this is, at the end of the day, a horror whodunit, the I'm reminding everyone right now to lock in your answers of who you think the killer is. Whoever our cast is going to tell you who they think the killer is, and whoever gets it right out of our cast gets a free full-on advancement. So, starting with Chris, who do I'm you thinking. think? All right, we'll go the other way. Rena. Go the other way. Who do you think the killer is? I think the killer is the one who's been spying on everyone. That is Brooke. Brooke the killer. Interesting. Good. I like that one. Norden Ali. Ooh. You know when you know you're wrong, but you want the answer to be what it is anyways? Uh, I think it's the one who's inserted herself into every single situation possible. Kaya, the witch. I also think it is Kaya. Unfortunately, I also think it is Kaya. <laughs> I don't want to believe my friend. Chris. Oh, it's so hard. Make a damn decision. All right, all right, all right. I think I'm going to go with Gray. The story of Gray? Okay. I don't like that answer. I don't like the way he responded. Chris is going to be right. Watch watch all of us fail. Chris is going to be right. I was waiting for Chris to go. It's Isaac, by the way. So I'm going to choose Isaac. That would be the surprise, reason. everyone. It's me. <laughs> it was Isaac all along. All right, so we have our answers, we have our guesses locked in. Um, whoever in the group wants to guess who the, the, the murderer is, uh, as well, you know, just for the fun of it, guess in the chat. And let's get ready for our second half of the episode.
Chapter 8. Burn the Witch. Isaac. Ivy. You turn to see Astoria Gray. Looking at you, arms crossed. You two have gotten yourselves into quite the situation, haven't you? I have no idea what you're talking about. Please. Anytime one of the bodies shows up, they're always embroiled in it. I know how this situation goes, and I know the truth. In fact, oh. I'm connected to it as well. What do you mean that you're connected? You know who the killer is? No. But I pushed those kids. I told them they could believe in anything. And I enabled them to create that club. In order to push the limits of what our kind could do. And why did you do that? Because Isaac. We can't simply be here in fear. The only way we break out of the shadows is for progress. And progress is descending upon those laying those planes of thought we never ever would think we could. It's pushing the limits of what we ever could ever dream of. In truth, that is magic. Reality can be whatever you want it to be. And you could force the, uh, your ideals upon the world and for them to change. To make a better one. That's what great men do. It's great women. Great people do. What great monsters do. I would like to use scanners. <clears throat> Go ahead and roll. Probably, I think. Yeah, that is a fail. That's a six. And as you try to scan into Astoria Gray's, instead she scans back. As she, as she, with almost like her magic, lifts you up from the ground. And you can feel all your memories being pulled. Everything. Whether it's Amy, whether it's your feelings, whether it's the accident, everything. And as she does so, she puts it on full display, allowing the memory of that incident to play back for Ivy to see. Isaac, what happens in that memory? What you see is from, I'm guessing, the first person view? Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, so uh, 
you see the same woman that you saw in the pictures in the guitar case. Uh, primarily, she has a prom dress on, and they are currently driving along a mountainside. Almost like a narrow enough kind of, you have to be careful where you're turning kind of highway. And at the moment, they're arguing about something. Primarily, she seems to be arguing about being more open or to open up to her. And in my mind, I don't want to. And there is a sense of anger that kind of fills up as I'm trying to focus on driving and talking with her. And just midway through the conversation, you see Isaac snap. And you see the front of the car get crushed. Not by any kind of physical barrier or anything like that, but you see it just hit almost like an invisible object as it kind of goes off instead of toiling down the side of the mountainside as it kind of rolls down and it blacks out for a couple of seconds and when he kind of wakes up you can see that he's bleeding from the side he's kind of coughing he seems to be fine and he kind of has to unbuckle himself as he kind of falls down as the car is totaled and upside down and as he kind of slowly crawls his way out, you can see that the same woman is in the middle of the field or these woods. And you can see that there is a large branch that's sort of stuck in between her chest. And you can hear Isaac kind of panic and sort of go over to her. He tries calling out for somebody, but there's nobody around as it's late at night and his phone is crushed. And all you can see Isaac do is hold this person in his arms as he kind of screams out. And she just slowly bleeds out. And then when she dies, you can just see everything around him break. And rage begin to fuel him. then she dropped you exhausted on the ground in a condition exhausted you had no right to show that and you think you had the right to trampies around Acting like you own this academy. Acting like you are a ruler or some sort of king around here. Oh, please. Mr. Fernandez, you should know that there always is going to be someone stronger than you. Someone around the corner. That's what life is. Now. Are you going to hate me? Or are you going to get off your ass... And somehow we can fix this situation before more bodies pile up. And why in the world would I trust you? Huh? The day after we had your little lesson about being impaled up the ass with sticks, guess who dies? You're responsible for creating a club that is now killing students. Why in the world? My club didn't kill students. My club 
with some of the brightest and boldest that the school had to offer, trying to make the world a better place. And uh, now there's some of the deadest. Um, uh, uh, I, Ivy's obviously looking really awkward while they're arguing, but she's trying to interject and look at ignore completely ignore Isaac fuming at, behind her i'm going to look at Astoria Gray and go like um so uh what do you intend to do activating icebreaker move I intend to find out who's been directing this evil thing who's been murdering my students and taking care of them. The thing we let out, the thing that leaked through, it didn't have a sentience about it, not yet. Something empowered it. Something took it upon and used it as a weapon to aim at the other students. For whatever the deeds, I'm not sure. And I, for one, won't stand for this. So we have to gather the remaining. And we have to figure this out. We need to find Samir. We need to find Marcuccio, Victoria. Nikki's already with me. Marcuccio, um, um, uh, Neil, Melody, and Arden already went to go look for him. So, um, excellent. Where do you intend to bring them? The library. I've warded it up with so many spells that nothing, not even something as powerful whoever's doing this, can break through. When you find the others, bring them to the library. It is your only or spot. You are just rounding them all up for easy killing. Nothing can get in, but can they get out? from your warding. I understand you have some sort of doubts, but note that at the end of the day, I am still a teacher, and I still will uphold my oath to the school. Sounds like a bunch of horseshit, buddy. I'll go get Samir and play along. Whoever it is, has very strong magic, enough to cast death curses. Miss Gray, how can we trust you? Give us something to believe in. You know, I personally picked you out. Miss Valencia. 
Um, for what? I've read your case file. I'm the one that marked you for acceptance into Canada Academy. They said that you guys don't accept mortal. Why, why did you accept a mortal like me? You're not a mortal. Well, I guess me accepting you was not really the cusp of things. Rather, it was me who negotiated it. You see, someone else really wanted you to come to this academy. Who? That incessant little blonde girl. Said something big was happening. Said you needed to be here. In order things got out of hand. Said it was your job. So do your job. I don't know what job. I guess this figuring out what the murder is. Uh, I don't know. No. I. I. There's so many things that I want to ask, but we don't have the time. Let's gather everyone up. Um. If 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 Isaac's going. To go grab Samir, who is left because it's Victoria, right? I'll, I'll go find Victoria. Remember the library as soon as you can. No one else needs to die tonight. Well, knowing our goddamn luck, let's be honest. We're just racing against time, Isaac. Also, let's let's just do what we can. Whoever the murderer is, probably knows you're here for cleanup duty, Miss Valencia. So, I guess the question bears: Has anyone tried to kill you in the last week or so? Guess it was Not from my knowledge. No, I mean, um, Arden had uh, the weird kind of obsessive thing happening, but Melody punched them on the face, so I guess it's not exactly... Yeah. I think we're asking the wrong question. I don't think we should be looking for who's trying to hurt her. We should be looking for who has been getting close to her. Or avoiding me i don't know rather avoiding i mean if you're gonna kill a sheep you don't want to scare the sheep before you kill it you want to make sure it's comfortable safe that everything's okay you should take your own advice isaac a discussion for another day but yeah, I guess I, I, I'm i gonna go look for Victoria. You look for Samir. 
I'll message. Oh, I don't know if message will even work. My phone's probably my phone's dead. Uh, yeah. If we run into the others, tell them to go to the library with Mercutio. Before I leave, I kind of rip off my necklace and kind of hand it to Ivy. You're gonna need this. Cold. cold iron. Why do you have so many cold iron in your collection, Isaac? First, the sword, and now this necklace? Story Green is I... gone, by the way. She just leaves. <laughs> She's not here all this. You know, I, I try so hard to defend you and believe in you, but you're making yourself look suspicious, Isaac. I care about my own protection and safety. If that concerns you, then so be it. But I'm going to make sure at the end of the day, I have the tools necessary to defend myself. Something you should learn, Ivy. I would step right into Isaac's like personal space. I, Ivy's not tall. She's not tall. But she looks straight into your eyes and say, I can actually protect myself. Thank you very much. But like you said, in order to get close to the sheep, you need... You need to act innocent and nice. I will go and find Victoria, and you go find Samir. And then I shove his cold iron necklace back to his chest, and then I walk away. Isaac, if there's anything you've learned in all your years of living on this planet, despite it being that short, compared to others is that loyalty well loyalty lies with the dead and only the dead it's the people willing to do what they need are the ones that survive so Isaac you go to find Samir right yep And as you go to find Samir, you uh, come across an interesting sight. As everyone else is partying down in the other building. The halls are pretty hallowed today. With exception of two people in the corridor. You see Samir. Being held up to the wall. They're grasping for breath. As you see a slightly monstrous form of Vic Victoria. Come on, Samir. Tell me where they're at. I need the blood. Tell me where the fey blood is. (laughs) 
Go to hell. I tell you. And she kind of slams Samir against the wall, causing Samir to cough up blood. They're not looking in good shape. As you come across, Isaac, and Victoria turns to you. I'll be with you in just a second. Don't you worry. I feel real fucking alive right about now. Bad case of OD. <laughs> Kill out Isaac, I've already killed someone tonight. Don't turn my body count up to three, why well, don't you? <laughs> Victoria, I have a question for you. Oh, fuck your questions. I'm gonna use scanners. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna advise you not to fail this one, or it will end badly. Well, <laughs> four. As you try to invade her mind, uh, you don't get coherent thought. You get a cacophony of memories and and uh, just rage that induces you. Take the condition. One of them. As you feel your mind uh, begin to enthrall a bit under Victoria's control. And Victoria uh, s kind of looks at you and snaps her fingers. Like almost controlling you like a puppet. Whittle, whittle, Isaac. She says, dropping Samir on the ground and turning to you. And she kind of goes and brushes her teeth against your neck as you're unable to do anything. She nips at it, licking the blood that comes out. Ah, oh, you're fucked. You don't even know how fucked you are. <laughs> I have one command for you, Isaac. I want you to bring me Melody's head. The more blood, the better. Quick you... question. Yes. Uh, uh, am I, in a sense, like, do I not want to do this, but I'm forced to do it, or am I just drone status? Like, you're yeah, drone. You're like drone status. Okay. And she looks, and she. Uh, rakes her fingers across your chest and kind of pushes you down. Do this for me. And I'll eat you alive. I hear it's quite pleasurable. But bring me more of that fey blood, won't you? And forget you ever saw what you saw here. And she snaps her fingers. I usually like to have dinner first, but whatever you say, baby. <laughs> and she kind of saunters over to Samir. And Isaac, uh, you just start walking down the hall. 
away to where you assumed the direction of, of Melody was when she last left. Samir. Samir. And, and you can hear, you kind of hear Samir looking. Fuck you. Ugh, that blindness of yours is so annoying. You can't even look into my eyes properly. Well, I guess a little snack will do. And the last thing you can hear is the crunch as Victoria sinks her fangs into Samir's neck. Isaac. Ivy. Actually, not Ivy. We're going to switch to Neil, Melody, or Arden, I should say. Where are you going, Arden? You're heading towards Victoria, right? Yeah, I'm following Mercutio to Victoria, hopefully. And as you, uh, Victoria, you actually coincide um, and you slam into Isaac on his way back. Does he seem out of it or does he just sort of... He seems perfectly fine. Okay, well, I don't have time to bother with him right now, so... I'm just going to keep running past. Uh, Neil and Melody, what, are you two just standing, staying in the forest, or are you going after them as well? Melody was headed toward Isaac. And Neil was headed towards the cave. Awesome. So we'll come back to you, Arden, in just a second. We're going to go to uh, Melody. Mm-hmm. Melody, you come across Isaac. As Isaac is uh, basically about to leave the academy. Where are you going? I was actually going to go look for you. Okay. Yeah, apparently, um, Samir, he ran onto the forest. He got scared shitless. Okay, um, we need... Brooke told me not to let you do anything stupid. Well, do you want to come along? I mean, Grey wants us to find everybody that's involved and bring to the library, but uh, we gotta go get Samir. Uh, okay. We gotta find them. Find them. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start looking for them, so... Um, I think it was this way. Okay. After you. Yeah. So what have, what have you been up to? Yeah. Uh, is looking for Victoria now. Is that a matter of fact? Why is he doing that? To stop her? I mean, yeah, that's understandable, but, like, why is he specifically, like, going to her? Don't we have to do, what, like, whatever's coming after us first? She tried to kill him. 
Are you denser oh than usual? Uh, I'm not feeling too hot. I think I smoked a little too much. I was trying to air out my issues. Can I gaze into the abyss? Sure. I want to know... What the hell is going on? Because... To... Melody's recollection, Ivy was with Isaac, and now there's no Melody. Uh, not Melody. Ivy was with Isaac, now no Ivy, and he's looking for Samir. Yeah, go ahead and gaze. Yeah, let's do that. Isaac, do you have your sword on you? Yep, it's strapped on my back. That's a nine. Uh, you begin to feel the vision. The visions kind of uh, fill you up, Melody, as you feel your mind go someplace else. I think you also notice this. Um, as you start seeing... So your, your question is, what's going on with Isaac, or where is Ivy? What's, what's your question, specifically? What's going on with Isaac? Uh, very easy. You see a lot of things. You see a puppet show where one of the dolls looks like Isaac. You see another doll that looks like Ivy. And, uh, they're just talking to each other and kind of slamming into each other like they're fighting. And then you see another uh, doll that looks like Astoria Gray. And above it all, you see someone pulling all the strings. You see Victoria. But beyond Victoria... Strings follow her up as well. But you can't see where they're going. We need to find Victoria. This is the. We're going the wrong way. Well, Samir's this way. We gotta find Samir first, and then we can go back and deal with Victoria. N no, forget Samir. If we find Victoria, then Samir will be fine. Why are you so scared all of a sudden? I you wonder, saw Isaac, what she did. Is Melody by herself? Is it because you're alone? Is it because you feel isolated from people? Like, what, what's, what's your problem? Melody's gonna back up. I'm gonna slowly put my hand on my sword question about cold iron yeah how far away do i need to be before i'm aware something is cold iron oh you can you could sense it pretty easily um you could sense it when it's like within almost like like a foot or two away because it's it's kind of close you just know because cold iron just burns you on impact but you can't like feel its radiation kind of deal but like it's almost okay. like a heat mm, taking a step back then you see, Melly, I'm on orders from a very special person I hold dear to my heart. And with that, I'm gonna put my sword towards her. You running away. I'm gonna need your head. <laughs> running right. away. Alright, Melody, roll will run away. <laughs> what am I 
rolling with volatile. Oh no, that's a three. Isaac, uh, Melody stumbles as she tries to get away. With that, uh, I'm gonna lash out physically, I guess, with my sword. Are you gonna invoke its properties? Yes. I don't like the way you said that. What's the condition you're gonna give Melody? I'm gonna give her the conditioned... Um, sorry, thinking. She's already drained, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so then with that, I'm gonna go, uh, helpless. Roll to lash out, and I guess you are taking advantage. Uh, you're also gonna get the curse. I'm gonna give you condition, um, bloodlust. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I got a two. I'm just, I am on a roll today. Yeah, so you like do the swing. It's like it's like one of those horror movies. You're kind of hard and you just cancel each other out. You go and you like swing the sword and like Melody just kind of shifts over to the side and like impacts on the ground where you have to take a second to like pull it up. And Melody, you just like start taking it off. But like doing that slow walk. Cause you feel like you might have hurt yourself when you fell down. Uh, gonna try to run away again. I think. One more time. That's an eight that time. Awesome. So, as per the condition, mm -hmm. on a nine, you get away, but you choose one. You run into something yeah. worse, you call the big scene, or you leave something behind. Oh. So many options. Um, let's cause a big scene. Yeah, you are shouting. They're screaming. Everyone around the vicinity can hear you as you like scream out and like uh, just start getting chased. And you're kind of running through the trees and stuff like that. And Isaac is booking after you, but you kind of lose him for the second as he is holding this giant sword. And Isaac, you feel yourself kind of buckling over a bit as you look and you don't think, you think you need to track her a bit more to get to her. And I think there we switch over to Neil. Neil, as you arrive into the cave. Yeah. As you get into the mouth of the cave, you hear screaming of Melody from behind you. Do you push onward or... Melody's... No, Capable Faye. I push. As you go inside. Wait, actually, hold up. I feel like I'd have to keep my cool. Yeah. That. Go ahead, keep your cool. That's only fair, right? Mm -hmm. Melody's my friend. Never mind, I'm fine. <laughs> awesome. You go, yeah. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll, they'll be fine. And you walk onward into the cave. It takes a second to realize, but on the cave are... Uh, it's just like a circular cave kind of deal. Almost looks man-made. Uh, but there are runes that have been etched into it. 
and across one of the runes is a large crack. And before you, there's another person in the cave. A person who you kind of expected to be here, but also not. As you turn, they go, Oh, hey, Neil. Did they make eye contact with me? Yes. That's enough. Um, speaking in a low whisper, staring at them. Let's try and bind this person. I'm literally shaking. My, my literal in-life body is shaking. You're going to take a negative one to your roll for this. Okay, so I rolled a 10 plus dark is an 11 minus one. Still a 10. The hex works and can easily be reversed if I so choose. The hex person cannot physically harm others. And you see with their sketchbook with their nice impeccable sense of style you see Kaya. I don't know why, but I did think it was going to be you. Somehow I knew. The moment I figured out what I was, it had to be a witch. And Astoria Grey was not smart enough or strong enough. That left you me, and you, and it wasn't me. Because I avoid this place like the plague. Oh, Astoria Grey was definitely strong enough. But she didn't have that oomph. She didn't, she didn't like transgressive magic. And so that's what made that's what made this perfect. Surely you've put all the pieces together. A couple. Well then Go ahead. It's me and you. Mama. Tell me what you found out and I'll try to fill in the blanks. Not too long ago, Story Gray gathered a group of her best and brightest students. She empowered them. Taught them how strong they could be. So they came here. They released something. But it's not the thing killing them. You are. Am I close? Oh, it's definitely killing them, but it wasn't as strong at first. You see, uh, I empowered it using the tools I had at my disposal, this form you see here now. And, yeah, I set it upon them. Because, you know, once it gets five souls, once it gets the souls that, like, let it go, then I can, it'll be back in this world. But in reality, that's not what I was trying to do. I was just trying, trying to... to siphon it. Right? I was trying to seal it within myself. 
to become something more. You see, ever since I got here, I became fascinated with this. All of this. And the things that I could do with this other world. What peeked beyond the curtain. I never thought I could be as strong as this is. What are you, Kaya? I mean, you could tell. <laughs> Do you really know that? Who knows at this point? Maybe. Maybe I'm stronger. I'm stronger than a witch. I'm stronger than a magician. I'm stronger than a vampire. I'm stronger than a fae. Maybe I'm a goddess. A god? I don't know. I don't think divine beings really have mere. They shouldn't be constrained to identities that the mortal like put on everyone. Either way, yes, the puzzles all fit together. You see. Killing Lucas was easy. A simple death curse. Mixed in with some phallic attributes. I tried to send Victoria upon everyone. Trick her. And she did mostly the job. She caused enough chaos. And her own conniving had the target aimed at her most of the time. So while you all squandered about thinking, Oh, it must be Victoria. It must be Victoria. It was. I was able to do this. but didn't compare to my greatest trick. And what's that? Tell me, Neil. Are you ready to see the truth? Sure. And I'm going to break a part of this cave and try and stab her through with it, using my power over this place. I'm lashing out okay. using powers. I can't let her talk too much. If I get too distracted. Two fours plus two to 10. The uh, rocks aim straight for her, and you don't think she can dodge them until you see the shadowy essence kind of spread from her hand, from her like not from her hands, from her feet, and kind of coalesce, almost like another humanoid in front of her, and it catches it. The rock shattering and causing her to shield herself. She takes a step back as you watch a cut open up on her arm, but nothing... She is she's still bound. I don't think she can protect her face she's still not gonna die but is she okay she's bound completely. i thought she couldn't hurt anyone that's specifically what it was oh well you know you're right it's specifically she can't hurt anyone you're free to interpret that so she gets a little cut up and that's uh because i really want to leave this for the very last bit I'm gonna cut really quick to Mel uh to um Arden. 
Arden, as you come across, uh, you see Victoria in the midst of drinking Samir Dry. So, I could go either way on this. Um, Norden Ali, you need me to keep Samir alive? I would like that, okay. yes. Okay, I can do that then. Um, or I can try to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I, what's Mercutio, is Mercutio here? Is he? Nope, not yet. Oh no. <laughs> um... I will attempt, I mean, attempt to uh, spit fire at her, try and get her off of him, or off of them. <sighs> Arden uh, speaks yeah. out of his mixtape as fire. <laughs> uh, that is a... 10 still, so do-do-do-do. Ooh, okay. Uh, do one harm to your target, and they must keep their cool. You watch as the fire expels from your body in full glory as you feel your wings begin to rip through your jacket. And as you do so, uh, you watch Victoria get the gout of the flame in her face as she reaches back and begins burning you can smell the crisp charred skin like fine disgusting uh bacon as she screams and what the ah! and she tries to kind of like reel back and at that point you see he kind of she stumbles back and she hits something and you, as she turns around, she sees the giant form of Mercutio above her. And Mercutio grabs her, forcing her up. And she kind of struggles back and they both go to the floor. And Mercutio looks at you and goes, hold her down! Yikes, not my strong suit, but I will do my best, I guess. And as uh, you you see Mercutio in a uh, kind of a lapse of his kind of rage, goes, have you seen that movie Godzilla? And he takes uh, his hands and forces them into Victoria's mouth, who's just like trying to get away and begins to pull her jaw apart, opening her mouth Fire is a true vampire's weakness, and you have transgressed far too long, Miss Swan. Do it! Do it now! Yeah, we need to keep her alive, still. No, we, we still don't! Need her. She's dangerous! She's a beast! Ripping her apart won't do anything. She'll just itch herself. She'll stitch herself back together. Do it, Arden! Calm down. Is this what... She tried to fucking Melody... kill me. She just tried to kill Samir. Melody just about died to keep you here. 
Do you really want to go against what she wants and in if this? We kill Victoria, if we don't kill Victoria, I'm not going to last here. Neither is Melody. Rip her apart, and while she's apart, we can use her. We don't need to kill her right now. You need to listen to what I'm telling you. Can I attempt to shut him down? Yeah, sure. That is a 12. Uh, what condition would you like to give? Um, can I give him obedient? Just so that... sure. He he winces for a bit and goes, "We'll do this your way," and he just rips Victoria in two. Uh, her legs flying in one place, the black blood just painting the hallways, her torso in another, and grabs and and just with his great strength, rip ends her head off of her. And, and Victoria's just snapping, like snapping onto uh, Mercutio, even as just this disembodied head. Yikes. And he's just like bashing it until it finally goes still. And it looks like um, Victoria is out like a light. I'm gonna rush over to Samir and just see if I can do anything to help. He is breathing heavily. He looks hurt, but he's stabilized. Or they're stabilized. Okay. We need to... What is... It doesn't matter. They wanted... Yeah, go ahead. And I feel like as this is happening, Isaac, you have Melody like almost pinned and dug her rights, and you like yeah. about to like put your sword like through Melody, and then you just see like something wash over you as as uh, sentience regains in your body. Oh shit! Do you drop the sword? I kind of just back off. I keep the sword in the hand. running away yeah you could you don't get the roll you can just run away yeah yeah doing that are you running towards the cave or towards the uh the school uh you decide run Surprise me. towards the cave okie doke doing that ivy you hear, um, you're looking, you were looking for Victoria this whole time. And instead you come upon a room where you hear weird noises coming from, like something is shuffling around, like banging and trying to get out. It's Kaya's room. Uh, I, I... Kind of knock awkwardly, like, and then call out Kaya before I open it. Repeated banging, as like even faster as you. I I'm gonna open it. It's Kaya's room, all right. All the the witchy attire and like tapestries are hung. All the makeup, all the clothes. Uh, you see several books scattered about, like someone had 
had a serious raging moment in this room, and you hear the banging from the closet. I grab a lamp, probably one of bedside lamp, and then as much as I talk um, bravery with Isaac earlier, Ivy's really, really scared. <laughs> She's just like holding the lamp, and they're trying to like. Oh no! Open or open the closet, unlatch it and unlatch it, and then open it. Ivy, no, Rena, what do you expect to find in here? I expect. Oh, oh no! Um, I expect Kaya's roommate in there. So funny enough, me casually looking up Kaya's roommate because I might have totally forgot who it was. It would be Nikki, yes. Uh, but you don't see Nikki. You don't see Victoria. But you see uh, chained up, uh, kind of beaten and bruised, and with uh, duct tape over their mouth. You see Kaya. Oh my God! Uh, I I I I remove uh, try remove the tape over her mouth, and then try to remove the chains. Oh my God, Kaya, who did this? Oh my God! The greatest trick. And time what? begins to slow down as we cut back to Neil as Melody begins to walk in and we see the binding of your curse, Neil, fade away as the rock chips Kaya's skin and you can see something glowing underneath. And then Kaya looks at you, Neil, and goes... You know, there's something funny I used to always say. I think really applies here. As Kaya grabs her skin from that point and begins to tear it off like a mask. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing everybody he didn't exist. Well, I couldn't convince everyone I didn't exist, but... I could convince everyone I was dead as facing you in Kaya skin is Yone or Yoni okay and then Oh, I'm going to pull some, like, exorcist level shit. I'm going to try and lash out physically one more time, using my powers. But this time, I'm not handling anything external. If I'm... If I do this right, that is going to double up on himself, and not in the way a spine likes to bend. Two fives. 
plus my dark of plus one. You see 11. Yoni begin to descend and they resist Ohm trying to, as of trying to hold the magic within themselves as the Kaya suit begins to break off. And looking at it, you can see under the veins of, Yon of Yoni's like almost translucent pale skin are these dark energy-like like blood filling through, showing through in, in their veins as they go in and they call out long live the king and Yoni plunges his hand into the ground and you feel that feeling as the nightmare fade begin to emerge into this world and for a second Neil uh, Yoni looks out to you as if to try to hurt you but the power of your curse uh, forces them to shriek to kind of shirk away and disappear into the dark and then dark surrounds you Melody, you see all this happen. And you fade alongside Neil. Darkness begins to wash over the Academy. As Yoni casts some sort of spell. Ivy, Arden, Isaac. What are your thoughts as you see the shadows begin to approach you rapidly? I feel failure. Failure, confusion. I feel an overwhelming sense of bringing justice to this thing. And as the shadows envelop you in particular, Ivy, you feel the box begin to activate in your pocket once more. And it breaks. And you feel a sizzling upon your skin. What the... What the... As it begins to spread across you like an armor. And all of a sudden, you're in darkness. All of you are. But one by one, you begin to come together. As if something summoned you here. And you see Ivy. You all see Ivy. Except this Ivy. She looks stronger. She looks powerful. Clad in new clothing. Almost like a, like a some sort of warrior's garb in black. And wielding that oversized katana again, Ivy. 
You've demerged. And now, there's someone else here with you. With Neil, with Melody, with Arden, with Isaac. You see the blonde girl, Arden, from before. I did what you wanted. What's going on? The blonde girl turns to uh, Neil and Melody. Care to explain? Isaac, you don't recognize this person. Yoni. Um... Yoni's dead. No. Well, now? Oh, no. Uh, not then. Neil? What? What happened? I found Kaya in the closet. Like you were all fooled. There was no way to rescue the school. What? What? Why would the Prince of the Fae want with the school? I don't know. I turn to the blonde girl. Um. Hi, um, uh, uh, Hello. I don't. You know me, but I don't know who you are. Yeah, you don't remember me as much. I'm sorry. Um. We've known each other. Yeah. I've known you longer than you've known me. Not your. She looks like a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a kid. What? Look, I understand, but trust me, I've been alive a lot longer than you would expect. That's not the way you talk to your superiors. I am confused. You're not just confused. You're a reaper. Oh, yeah, but... Like the Grim Reaper? Like the dudes with the hood and the black thing oh. and the scythe and the weird... Like... Do I, do I need to, like, do a quick, like, montage explaining how we got here at this point? Oh my god. Uh, um, good. You ever notice that, like, bad stuff always happened around you? Uh, yeah. yeah because cause... I'm unlucky. No, that's because Reapers are just straight up disaster conduits. They draw bad stuff to them. It makes their job easier. 
So yeah, you being bad luck is like actually like a skill you have. How do you think the baddie? How do you think we always manage to run into the baddies? Because we're cursed like that. Also, unfortunately, made stuff around your family intense. It sucked. But we needed, you know, we really wanted to ease them off you a little bit more before we sent you somewhere. But, well, the shit was going on with the school. We didn't know exactly what, but we knew something bad was coming. Like I told you before, Arden. And so we had to accelerate a little bit. Cause a fight here, cause a fight there. Get you sent to this academy early. You were the reason why there are so many fights suddenly breaking out within I mean, my family. I mean, no, that's them at the end of the day. We just manipulated the circumstances. And it's also you, too, being what you are. But don't worry. They're happier now, but... And they still love you, obviously. They can't change that. You can't change true love. But it's like Indeed, when a kid... as I give a look at Isaac. Oh. <sighs> yes. Yeah, Grow your own college. I don't know if that's what true love really is, to be honest. But whatever, you yeah. do you, I guess. Also, he's got a lot of emotional baggage. I, I didn't mean anything. I mean, uh, can we get back into topic, please? By the way, and she turns to Isaac, I know what you're planning. You shouldn't do it. It will really end badly for all of us involved. It doesn't say anything. And you, and she turns to Neil. I should, I definitely need to address you eventually, but this is not the time nor the place. So we'll table this for now. And then turns back to Ivy. So we know what we need to do, right? We stop Yoni. <coughs> and the nightmare phase. Was that the nightmare phase? That was really scary shadow stuff. They're trying to. He's just she's converting the planes together. I don't know what he's getting out of this. What sick game he's playing. But unleashing that monster, it's all mm. just we just you just gotta fix it. Alright, all of you do. I can't fix anything. Oh my god, get yourself together. I know it's it's bad and shit has happened, but you came so far already. If you didn't do what, if you guys didn't figure out the truth, then this shit would have happened. Then we would, you would have been up shit's creek even more. Everything you've been doing has led you to this point, right? But what are we Cute. now? I don't know. Where are we? Where are we're, we? We're, we're we're like an in between realm. I'll get you back out soon, but. Gehenna yeah, Academy isn't the same as you as you remember. It's 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 been twisted. Who knows what happened to everyone in it? But we could change everything back. It's a forbidden spell. Remedy's quite easy. Kill the caster. 
would the face be fine with that though i mean or or make or make him reverse it i guess no, probably not but whatever he's transgressed far too much or they transgressed far too much so you want me to kill a member of fey royalty it's either that or you all perish within this realm So what's gonna be? You gonna die for your prince? We bring him to justice. Why can't we just bring him to justice back into Fey Realm? I mean if you can get him into the Fey Realm, yeah. But but you They'll be more. They'll be even more powerful there. You just gotta get. You just yeah. But getting them off this plane would work though. I guess something like that. We gotta detangle this. It's like a mess of wires right now. We need them all to be detangled. So where do we start? Fuck if I know. I'm just a handy dandy communication illusion. Back from a desk at headquarters. Ivy, I, I wouldn't choose you for this if this. I know you have it in you. You always have. You always will. You sound it's... like I've been doing this, or you, you've seen me do this. I don't know That's what you want. That's for another day, okay? But we don't I... have time to get in this city. Your friends? Some of them are pretty cool. Especially that one. Uh, and she points to Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Neil's a really, really great friend of mine. Um, uh, but... Yeah. We'll figure something out, I guess. As a team. Yoni's no. waiting for you. At the place. No. Where they died. At the astrology tower? Yeah. Look, you can pick your fight, but when we get back, I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna fight uh, this battle no more. Melody takes a step back from Isaac toward anyone else at all. <laughs> so you're fine with fighting Faye when it's Melody, huh? What? Wait, what happened? Isaac is saying he can't do it anymore. I'm tired. I'm just... I am. You're tired? Yes. You're tired? Yes, I'm tired. I died. I died to You're shit like this. And I you died. Fuck. Oh, I'm gonna shut... I'm gonna shut him down. I'm gonna shut him down. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Melody's the only one who has not broken the space-time continuum. Mm-hmm. Isaac, you came so close. But I did get a seven. 
So. <laughs> You're going to get in condition. Yay, another one. <laughs> and <laughs> that condition is peer pressured. You either going to join us? Uh, question. Uh, did I get rid of one of them? Or is yes. that still there? Yes. Okay. And uh, you can give me a condition of return. Hopeless. And you gave me peer pressure? Yeah, peer pressured. Shouldn't be doing the right thing for once in your goddamn life. <clears throat> what was I saying? You're going to fight, Isaac. And if we fall, you're going to fall right beside us. Because that's what someone pathetic as you deserves. Get with the program. Or I'll kill you myself. You know, me and my sword would disagree with that. Doesn't matter what you think. Doesn't matter if you disagree. I'm a lot more terrifying. I turn to the, um, the communicator. I think we're ready to be sent back. more people will die if y'all don't get this right i'm sorry to put it on but that's just how it is good luck i'll be watching and she fades from view and you watch as the kind of shadows split apart and i'm gonna say we're back in ivy's room and on yoni's side written in blood says the message come closer said the spider to the fly what is everyone thinking in their head right now honestly I thought that I would be dead by now calling security keeping my head held down Isaac feels like he's just done, tired, done with it all. Arden is not a fly. They're a worm, they're a dragon, and they're going to protect what's theirs. Melody is tired afraid and has absolutely no idea where Mikushio is right now. Neil just thinks I've already failed. Ivy just wants to rally everyone together because we can't do this alone. 
We have to fight together. Either stand together or you fall alone. And so ends Chapter 8 Burn the Witch of Gehenna Academy. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in this special episode. Uh, we will be back next Monday to see you all. We have two more episodes left. I wonder how that's going to go. But just to wrap this up a little quickly, let's go in reverse order. Plug what you have going on, my cast, because you all were amazing. Oh, but before all that, because traditions are traditions. On the count of three, everyone take a deep breath for me, all right? One. Two. <sighs> and the game is over. Chris, what you got going on? All right. So, hi, everybody. I'm Chris Cologne here. I was playing Isaac. And with that, uh, you can first catch me on Twitter at uh, VO underscore Cologne. And with that, uh, two projects I'm part of. You can follow at Twitter at Starlight Audio, which is they're doing a whole podcast about modern day fantasy, Norse gods and whatnot. And you can also follow me at uh, follow the at Epsilon podcast. Uh, and that's more about sci-fi and stuff. And you can catch me there. Uh, hi, y'all. I'm Alyssa. Um, you can find me on Twitter at A Disaster Queer and also on the podcast Anamami Yuri, which is a City of Mists actual play. Hey, I am Chantelle B. You can find me on Twitter at Chantelle B. Um, you can find all of the things that I've been writing about Melody over on my website, wordswithcolor.com. Um, you can find me on Wednesday at uh, 8, 8, no, 7.30 p, no, wait, times, sorry. 8 p.m. Eastern playing Unlawful Disorder, which is an open legend game. Um, you can also find VODs on my link tree to... Uh, the Monster Hearts game that I am running over at NE underscore actor because we play at very random times, but our last session was five hours and it's a mess. It's a big old mess and it's a very fun mess. Hi, uh, my name is Nurdin Ali Kadir. My pronouns are he, him, and today I played Neil the Ghost. I'm saying this because I miss the intros. Uh, but if you want to follow me, you can do so at Werewolf Feels. You can also find the link to my card there where you can see all the little projects I'm working on that I am willing and able to announce because there is more on the way. The big things right now are not quite so big, I'm afraid. Uh, for the next two weeks, you'll find me here on Gehenna Academy playing more Neil the ghost unless he eventually dies for real this time but you can also catch me every single week here in the month of july joining the roll for crew uh, on the roll for channel uh playing a game of knights black agents which are vampire hunters we call this one the hungry dead it takes place in uh 2001 i'm going to 2009 2009 and uh i'm super excited because y'all this is big uh, there's tons of other stuff. The moment I can announce them, I will. So follow me if you want to know more. Also, you just recently had a big finale, did you not? Did I? For, oh, uh... yes. Missing any least done. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to 
listened to the whole of Missing Any Lee, um, which was a another gumshoe game, Fear Itself. You can listen to it wherever good podcasts are found. There's two arcs. You listen to them in succession. Uh, and if you follow at Salty Sweet Games on Twitter, you'll see a big tweet out. We're asking for questions from our audience. So if you have questions for the cast and crew, do let us know. We will do our best to address them. Uh, we're meeting very soon. So get them in soon. I cannot stress it enough that Missing Any Lee is such a great podcast um, and definitely should be something that you immediately listen to whenever possible. And then last but certainly never least, Rena. Hello, everyone. I am Rena. I am a variety streamer over at the underscore overlord. We have we are running Vampire the Masquerade uh, game over there, an actual play called Call of the Abyss. I am playing a Scarlet Leon, and it is streaming every Tuesday, 7 p.m. PST. Um, I don't really have much going on right now, aside from random games, gaming stuff every now and then. Um, but on Friday, which is probably Tuesday for, for most of you over the other side of the world, I'm going to be celebrating my birthday on stream. So if you guys want to just drop by and say hi, I mean, I'd, I'd be pretty much drunk <laughs> and playing should. stuff. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, Rena is also taking applications for dedicated healers uh, for her Final Fantasy XIV experience. So if you know anyone on the atmos server that is a good healer please apply here um, hi yeah i am a tank i need my healer <laughs> please <laughs> um but that i guess that leaves me hi everyone i was your storyteller uh nick francia i'm a pronouncer he him uh you can find me at nobleman nick and pretty much anywhere else most on instagram but that's more of my personal stuff but if you want to follow that you're sure to as well uh, other stuff that kind has got going on we have our dark ages game um Stuff that I have going on. Well, yeah, there's a lot of cool, interesting things I get to talk about. So first things first, um, after Gehenna Academy, I am planning a three-part mini horror series that I will be recruiting for very soon. Um, I can't reveal exactly what it is yet until I get the final sign-off on it, but it should be a lot of fun and very, very horrifying, especially if you like a certain uh, horror storyteller. It'll harken back to mind. Um, other stuff that I have going on is that uh, over on Carrying Comfort Studios, we actually, they just hit their 3K donation goal for the Trevor Project, which means the milestone that I set up, I will be running a special uh, Carrying Comfort Studios Discord-only stream, the After Dark stream, it will be, uh, as described as, too hot for Twitch TOS. So a lot more heavy in the violence and sexual themes. Uh, I am going to be running Cult. I'm not going to announce exactly what I'm running just yet. Uh, but it is going to be a doozy once I find people who are going to be totally okay with that. Because we got to hammer the safety tools uh, to hell and back to make sure that this is uh, somewhat watchable. But yeah, that I got going on for me as well. Um... I'm also happy to announce I'm going to be doing a co-op stream of Dead Space 3 with my good friend, uh, Brother Wes, over on Carrying Comfort as well one of these days. We were just talking about the logistics today, so you're going to see me and someone who's like one of my best friends uh, just chill out and stream and have a good time and probably also get drunk. And probably, hopefully not too overtly because uh, I did that once on a stream and I should do that again. 
And then, yeah, other than that, I have a lot more stuff coming. Some Saturday Night One-Shots that will be coming in soon that I just can't yet announce. Uh, but, yeah, just keep keep subscribed. Keep notified on either Nolan and Nick and Gehenna Gaming as well. And make sure Friday you check out Dark Ages because that's some great shit. And I think with that, I've been rambling on for far too long. We're just over three hours. So, everyone, have a good night, and we'll see you back for next week, Chapter 9. Um, I love the stream, and I love you all. Bye.